You're a success in every other aspect of your life, but you've failed at dating. Or have you? In this Love You podcast, we're going to take a deep dive on failure to learn what it is, what it isn't, and why the only way to fail is when you give up. Stick around. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Stay to the end of this video to discover how you could turn your failure in dating into the ultimate success. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. All right, strap yourself in. I know a lot about failure. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about not just your failures, but my failures today, because I think it's important that you understand that I'm not much different than the clients that I coach, my smart, strong, successful women, apart from my genitalia, um, were pretty darn similar. And um, uh, we're going to talk about confidence. We're going to talk about success. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, failure. We're going to talk about what you can do and how to reframe things so that you don't feel like a failure in this one realm where you feel like you failed. So I was working with a client the other day. She's 64. Um, she's lovely. She's um, uh, had a hard go of things signed up for Love You Masters coaching. We worked together privately. Uh, she was concerned that her fancy new Evan profile wasn't getting enough attention and was feeling pretty bad about herself. And then boom, suddenly there's this guy, he's doing everything right. She feels really good about herself. And I coach her right, the same way I coach you, not to put all her eggs in one basket, that no man is real until he's her boyfriend, that you can't commit to a guy who hasn't committed to you, and just because you had two great dates doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's sort of loves you dating philosophy, which means she has to keep on dating online even though she has a guy she likes, instead of going all in. Just the same way you don't stop job hunting because you had a good interview. You stop job hunting when you get a job. Like most people, her default setting in dating is failure. And when you've had enough failure in dating, it's going to take a toll on your belief system, as we talk about so often here. It's also going to take a toll on your self-esteem. So she's keeping her options open by dating other guys, even though she's got one guy she really likes. And she sees this guy who actually has a really good profile and he's reasonably attractive and age appropriate, a little younger than she is, but that's not a big deal. Guy's profile says, I'm 61, but I feel like I'm 39. And honestly, I've never had a client over the age of 40 say anything other than I feel younger, I look younger, people always think I'm younger sort of thing. And to me, this doesn't mean anything, but my client reads, I'm 61, but I feel like I'm 39. My client's head at age 64 is, if he feels youthful, he's going to want a younger woman. That's what he's actually saying here. He would never want me. Again, this didn't even occur to me. This was her first reaction to, I feel like I'm 39 in the guy's profile. He's obviously gonna want a woman who's younger than I am. Right? Shouldn't even bother. Story number one, guy she's seeing is a great catch. The, the one that I mentioned. And so she figures he's such a great catch. He's articulate and he's social and he's financially successful and he's warm and he's got good relationships with his ex-wife and his kids. And it seems too good to be true. Her belief 
is this guy must have a lot of options. Why would he be interested in me? Even if he is interested in me, why would he stay with me? Couldn't he go get somebody else? Have you ever had these thoughts? Have you ever had these feelings? You're not wrong for feeling what you're feeling, right? But it's certainly not an abundant mindset. It's certainly not a confident mindset. It's certainly not an effective mindset. She believes that because she's 64 and single, that there's something wrong with her. She's not worthy of a great man, right? And, there, and so she has to settle, she has to compromise, right? And we do talk about compromising a lot here, but not compromising on stuff like this. So I'm gonna ask you to identify, do you constantly think that if there's a good guy, he's too good for you and he's gonna want someone else or he's eventually going to leave you because the other men have and right, that story that you tell yourself about how this is gonna turn out. So I'm going to limit myself. I'm not even going to go for the guy. I'm not even going to apply to my, my reach school because I might not get in. And I always I use college metaphors a lot because I applied to my reach school and I got in and it changed my whole life. Right? Applying to the best school I could get into where my dad said, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, but if you get in there, we'll send you there. I threw in an application. I wrote a poem about my grandfather as the college application essay. And miraculously, I got into a school that... I probably wouldn't get into today, and my college counselors didn't think I was going to get into back in high school. So I always believe in aiming up here. And if you aim up here and you achieve here, it's better than the alternative, which is aiming here and achieving here, right? So failure, bring it back. My client has a history of failure with men. It impacts her entire worldview, how she sees men, dating, relationships, and herself. And I want to contrast that with me, not in what I don't mean to be a self-aggrandizing way, but as a coach to talk about the difference between me and my clients and what I try to give to you when you end up working with me. I have failed more than just about anybody I know at almost everything I know. I mean, I am actively teaching my seven and nine-year-old kids about failure. And I constantly remind them that their dad is a failure so that they know that failure is not bad. It's not scary. It's good. How do we reframe that? Failure is good? Yeah, of course failure is good. Failure means that you're trying to do something that's difficult. That's all failure means. You're trying to do something that's difficult. Might take a couple chances. Might take a lot more than a couple chances. So you know, I had a pretty charmed childhood. I didn't have the, the pain and suffering that a lot of people had when they were kids. And because of that, I aimed really high and I tended to achieve high. But I nearly dropped out of college my senior year when I had an anxiety disorder because, again, I didn't know what I was going to be when I grew up. And I kind of started freaking out my senior year and I couldn't eat and I couldn't sleep and went to therapy and took, you know, antidepressants and really kind of flipped out, almost had like a breakdown, <laughs> right? I recovered from that. But then I graduated college and <clears throat> I didn't know how I was going to be a writer. I chose this career. I moved out to LA in the mid 90s to like write for friends or something. And I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any connections. And I wrote a dozen screenplays, 15 sitcoms. I had meetings at every studio, network. I won contests, did really extraordinary things and made from 21 to 30 a total of $7,000 as a writer and turned 30. And I had no resume. I had no money. I had no clue what I was going to do. Simultaneously, I'm looking for love. 
always wanted to be in love, always hopeless romantic. Right? Back from when I was in high school, I was always this guy. Right? And I learned to date online, but just because I was successful in charming people with my words online doesn't mean I was successful at dating, doesn't mean I was successful at um, relationships, doesn't mean I had a really strong picker or a good sense of what worked. Right? So over 10 years, 25 to 35, I go out with, no joke, 300 plus people. I had to go back and count before I started writing my one of my books. 300 people. Now, numbers-wise, again, it's not that's not a braggy thing. It just means I didn't stay in an eight-year relationship that wasn't working like a lot of people. It was one month, three months, six months, a lot of that over 10 years. But the five women that I fell hardest for, that I gave my heart to, that I, I swore were the one that I would have run through walls for, all of them dumped me or rejected me. Right? So I might have gone out with 300 women, but the five I loved all broke my heart. Right. This is my story. This is my rejection. Everybody's got their own pain. I'm just telling you mine. And then I get fortunate. I write a book about online dating when online dating's becoming big. And uh, I start this East Cyrano online dating profile writing service. And I get into the news cycle, Time Magazine, CNN, USA Today. And I get fortunate. I'm able to drop out of film school because I was going to go be a professor. Those, you know, those who can't. I got married to a woman who's three years older than me. We immediately started trying to get pregnant. We had to get pregnant six times. We had two chemical pregnancies and two miscarriages and a fibroid surgery. We, my wife, had all those things happen on the road to having two fortunately healthy kids. I have this website. It's been around for a long time. I'm redoing it right now. Since my tech team, my business partners of seven years, uh, started their own business in 2016, in the past four years, I've been through a half dozen tech teams, right? And it's like dating. It's just like dating. You know, something looks good from the outside. You give it a shot. You give them, you know, you give them your trust. You give them your faith. And for some reason, it doesn't work out. And it's not a matter of blaming them or blaming me. It's just right, the shoe didn't fit. It didn't work out. It is just like dating. So I've been bouncing around, spending a lot of money trying to figure this part out. And my revenue candidly, dropped by about 50% in one year because my site traffic dropped by about 70% in one year due to uh, Google algorithm changes and stuff that you don't want to hear about. So this is my story. And again, I am leading a life that I'm really happy with, that I'm really proud of. And at the same time, I'm, I've got the uphill climb too different set of problems. I know I've got rich white people problems, but I've got the same things. I've got health issues, right? kid issues, money issues, stress issues. What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Meaning, right, if you were guaranteed success, what, what, limit, what would you do? What, what, your life would be limitless if you knew that whatever you did was going to work. What would you do with your life? I act as if I'm not going to fail, even though I fail all the time. That's an interesting contradiction. I act like I'm not going to fail. I assume I'm going to be successful. And sometimes I'm wrong. But that just teaches me more information, gives me a lesson, forces me to try again. So 
the mindset is not I am a failure, but rather that didn't work. That's all. This is the definition of growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Fixed mindset means I asked out a woman, she said no, I'm done asking out women, I'm terrible at that. I wrote a screenplay, nobody liked it, I'm done. That's not, that's not how successful people operate. So I never saw myself as a failure, even though I have and still consistently fail. That's growth mindset. I never define myself as a failure, despite my many failures. And in my course, Believe in Love, I'll mention it a little bit later, I, I spent a lot of time talking about metaphors for these kind of things. I, I like the Thomas Edison quote, I haven't failed. I found 10,000 ways that don't work. I think he said that when he was trying to invent the light bulb. I didn't fail. I just found 10,000 ways that don't work. I love that philosophy. I want you to love that philosophy. I use the example of baseball players. Again, when you're talking to smart, strong, successful women, I don't know if you're a baseball fan like I am. Can't necessarily make that assumption. But baseball players, if you've ever heard the term batting 300, Baseball players, the best baseball players, get a hit three times out of ten. That means they fail seven times out of ten. That's built into the model. That's built into the process. No one's ever done it better. That's the way I want you to view dating. Most men are not my husband. Most men I scroll through. Most men I text. Most men I write to. Most men I meet. That's fine. It's part of the process. It's expected. It's built in. I know I'm coming from a different place than you. We're all unique individuals. I was very fortunate to be given love and self-esteem and attention as a kid. My job in Love You is to give you the confidence to be the woman that you were born to be, to have the relationships that you want instead of having to settle on men who are probably decent people, but not good boyfriends and husbands. This all revolves around confidence. It takes confidence to say no to the wrong guy, to walk away, to get back on the horse and persevere in online dating. I had a girlfriend who dumped me, last girlfriend who dumped me. I mean, again, I don't recommend this, but I use this as an example. I probably had like the tears still wet on my face. I was 32 years old. I probably had the tears wet on my face after leaving her house, after being rejected. When I activated my online dating profile, I was like, all right, I'm getting back out there. I was going to sit there and wallow and mourn forever. Was I emotionally ready today? No. Was I doing it? Yep. Because that's how you, that's how, and now you can, you don't have to do it that way. You can take years to heal. I mentioned in a previous podcast, I had a client who spent 35 years non-dating because she got hurt. You could do that. But to what end? You, you, could, you could protect yourself and never get what you want. That's not, that's not the answer. Not, nobody comes to a dating coach to learn how to do nothing. So I really want to emphasize action, right? The combination of action and belief. And these are the ideas that I put forth in my Believe in Love program. And in the first month of my Love You program, I'm trying to get you to plug into this mindset. I'm trying to get you to plug into this confidence so that it becomes yours. Let's think about couple ideas. These are straight from my course. One of them is the definition of success. The definition of success, someone explained it to me once. I never forgot it. I think it's a really neat idea. The definition of success is when your actions are aligned with your goals. So are your actions aligned with your goals? 
If you say, I want to fall in love, are you actively dating? Are you learning to date a different way to produce a different result? Have you purchased one of my programs? Have you applied to love you and gone through the coaching? If you haven't, again, I don't take it personally, but I will point out there's thinking about doing something, there's reading about doing something, and there's actually doing something. So when your actions are aligned with your goals, right, you have a chance, a good chance at success. When your actions are not aligned with your goals, you never get what you want. If, I always use this as an example, but if I'm a really social person and I take a job as a night watchman, I can't be too terribly surprised if I'm not happy because my action, spending midnight to eight alone in front of a monitor with a gun, right, is not aligned with my social nature. It's a job, it's a perfectly viable job, but the action of taking that job is misaligned with who I actually am. So are you the kind of person who wants to spend her life alone? Are you the kind of person who thrives with partnership and love and support and affection? If you're the person who thrives with love and support and affection, you need to do things that are aligned with that. Right. Next. I alluded to this a second ago, but there's a difference between thinking and doing. I got a, a comment from someone on my blog uh, earlier this morning. And she she bought one of my eBooks and um, uh, was saying that I, 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 my advice, I needed to change my advice because things are different for 45, women over 45. And, and listen, half my clients are over 45, half of them are under 45, right? And the way she's right is that the pool is smaller the older you get. That's true. I'm not going to deny that. It's harder to date at 45 than 35, and it's harder to date at 55 than 45, and 65 than 50. That's all true. But the advice itself, what to do to be effective in dating and relationships, how to text, how to carry yourself with confidence, how to deal with sex, how to communicate, that doesn't really change based on how old you are. So she was offering me constructive criticism. No, you have to give advice to help me. And her supporting evidence is, I read a lot of dating books. I read a lot of psychology books. And you need to come up with a new approach to help people like us. What this woman hasn't done is fill out an application for Love You, get me on the phone, and go through 26 weeks of my course with two-hour weekly coaching calls to see if she can get a different result. Right? She's someone who is becoming an expert in here by reading other experts, and good for her. But having a library of information about masculine and feminine energy, right? but not actually putting best dating practices into integrating that into your life, right? It's like reading a book about um, golf, but never picking up a golf club or trying to swim without getting wet. Right? Well, her response is, of course, um, um, you know, in my area, there's no good guys and I'm, I'm different than other women and um, or the other excuses. She's really busy. She doesn't have time. So anytime I get a constructive email like that from a reader, right, but she doesn't have time to watch Love You for five minutes a day. She doesn't have time to talk to me on the phone. Nothing's going to change. Your actions are not aligned with your goals. And I just want to give you one sort of final point on this. 
And I know this is challenging. Right? It's always easy, always fun when I can blame guys for how terrible they are. It's a lot harder to hold up the mirror and say, hey, here's what you need to do differently. Now, what I want to posit to you that even the one I was just talking about, she has never been smarter, more self-aware, and more in the position to receive love from a good man than she is today. Right? We are the sum total of our experiences. Right? And so we're afraid we're going to make mistakes that we made before. I got my heart broken by this guy before. Well, if you learned your lesson, you're not going to do that again. You might make another mistake, but you won't make that mistake again. If you are listening and you're reading and you're investing in coaching and products and programs and you're really doing something, but the act isn't doing something. Right? No one becomes a champion swimmer by sitting on the side of the pool and reading books about swimming. You just don't. You actually have to get in the pool. When you get in the pool, it could be wet and it could be cold and it could be scary and you might not be the best and you might make mistakes and that's okay. That's part of the growth mindset, not being afraid of failing, trial and error. And the reason I am this guy is because I went on 300 dates, not because I met my, I married my high school sweetheart. I wouldn't be much of a dating expert if I married my high school sweetheart. Right. So you listening right now have never been in a better position to find love than you are right now. And I need you to understand that you are the sum total of your experiences. You've learned from all of these things. And the way I see it, I always use this metaphor when I'm talking to um, uh, clients on the phone. If it's, if it's like a football game and you've driven 90 yards downfield, you're 10 yards away from the end zone. Those are the hardest yards to score a touchdown. My job is to get you from here to here, but you've come a really, really long way just by virtue of being here. It's, this is the hard part. This is between you and finding the man of your dreams. But I'm not denying all the things that you've done, the reading, the self-help therapy to get you to the point where you're ready to take this plunge. So I want you to keep these multiple ideas in your head at the same time. I talk about that a lot. Most guys are not your husband by definition, but maybe the next one is, and all it takes is one good one to make this whole thing worth it. Remember, you're not a failure because something didn't work out with a guy or with multiple guys. You're a failure when you quit, when you give up, when you stop learning, okay? And you will inevitably be a success in life and in love as long as you keep learning, keep implementing, keep trying and iterating. I am here to help. I appreciate your time. I thank you for listening to me go on my tangents with my metaphors. And I very much look forward to seeing you in Love You. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click on the subscribe button and ring the bell. Choose all to ensure you get notified whenever new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please scroll down below to leave an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you're interested in Love You, click on the link below to apply. Thank you very much. I will talk to you soon. Are you the woman who has everything except a man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, 
and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkcats.com and click on the Apply for Coaching button to get started. We'll be right back.